Greetings and welcome to the Cathartic Yardstick with your hosts, Ray and Mark. In this episode, your intrepid hosts invite Professor Mike back and subject him to random humorous questions, Wheel of Fortune style. So at the risk of inflicting irritable vowel syndrome from the Cathartic Yardstick Studios, here's America's next hot game show, Wheel of Mike. Well, welcome to the Cathartic Yardstick Podcast with uh, Ray and Mark. I'm Ray. I'd be Mark. And this is our, our podcast. And today we're joined by a very special guest, uh, <laughs> Professor Mike, in the studio, in the podcast lounge. <laughs> and, and today we're playing Wheel of Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's... Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, it's kind of the radio version of uh, Truth or Dare, except we won't be asking you any dares. It's all truth. Oh, uh, my God. You, you do Just have the option. Your, don't of... take your clothes off, please. <laughs> <laughs> they already are off. So you're, oh, not, no. you're not in the studio here, yeah, so you it's, don't know. It's hot, so we, we yeah. have to make, make uh, adjustments. You, yeah. you don't have candy bars over there, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be torture. Welcome to the East Greenbush Morning Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Night tracks. <laughs> uh, I gotta pee. <laughs> Dangerous oh to do that to an old man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We're all old men. Jeez. We are. We are oh, all old. This is great. But nobody told me aging would be this much fun. I'm having more fun now. I just can't remember. I just can't remember. But you can it do it again, fun. and it's all new. I it's think great. it was fun. <laughs> so, so basically, the rules are: you, you, um, you can pass in any questions. Uh, we won't get too offended. We'll just make fun of you later in, in the outtakes. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it is basically a, a random thing. We have four sources of random questions. Uh, being that this is a social work household, we have great things like the ungame, and this is the. Uh, uh, table topic teen edition cards. Uh, so, and Mark, I have has, comic uh, books and porn at my house. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be asking you questions on that. So th- there's four sources of questions that will be coming up at random as determined by the wheel. It's okay for you to collect your thoughts too, because uh, Ray can edit them out and make you sound amazingly brilliant and spontaneous. Well, that that may be necessary. You may have to do a lot of editing. Unlike games like Hollywood Squares, you've not been furnished with uh, jokey answers ahead of time, so you're on your own. (laughs) If you get stuck, what I've found always works is cock your head at a 45-degree angle upward and scratch your chin. That always works. And if you want detail, stick your tongue out a little bit. Sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like my knees, actually. It sounds like my EKG. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been a year of of living with COVID. And uh, have there been any unexpected serendipitous things that have come out of this for you? Well, I hate online teaching, uh, but that's not unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah, you know, I... um, 
I spent a lot of time talking on the phone, and I found that uh, you really can maintain relationships over the phone mm -hmm. and friendships, and they kind of develop, uh, amazingly enough, um, as though the person were right there. And I think I probably would have discounted the possibility of that, seeing telephone communication is kind of like uh, pointless. But I, I have this cadre of people that I would speak to on the phone, uh, one of whom was not my brother, Mark. Uh, no, I did. I would talk to Mark a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd go for like long walks and, you know, it's amazing. So it was, you know, it was, it was a surprise you know, that you could do that because living with my dog as I do, you know, uh, I had a, a factor in, you know, some other uh, social connection. And I found talking to people that many of them uh, did the same thing, mm -hmm. uh, talking on the phone for an hour and a half. You know, to somebody. So, All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to spin again. <laughs> it, that's just a funny sound. Well, we'll start with an easy one. Uh, would you rather always have a mullet haircut or a ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> well... If your listeners knew what my hair was like, I don't think they would see that as a sensible question. Uh, if I had, let me put, preface it by saying, if I had the hair, I would have a ponytail, um, given the choice between the two. Okay. Um, you can grow a ponytail, can't you? That one's going to get edited out because uh, <laughs> that, that's like, it's in there. Who, give, who gives? <laughs> well, we'll see how the rest of it goes. If you want me to, <laughs> maybe you want the me to move to the, the, the B question? I got a million of them here. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to spin again. Okay. <laughs> and it's another ungame. <laughs> what do you like to daydream about oh. I'm sorry I made up my own joke because uh, I was reading it there what do I like to daydream about um uh, <laughs> 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 that was <laughs> I got rescued by that one I'm sweating here oh, no. <laughs> this sound's gonna get old I think We'll just edit it out. <laughs> we'll just edit what do you mean? It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Would you rather always have bad gas or just constant itching in inappropriate places? <laughs> are, you, are you serious? It all depends if I'm in a room with you. These are my questions. My questions. <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna be painful. Yeah. Oh my god, I just tried to swallow tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's, he's, gonna, he's gonna skip all the questions. Are we done? Yeah, we're done, yes. Thank you. Thank Mike you Pass, welcome to Mike Passes on Questions. Can we try Jeopardy instead? <laughs> <laughs> We're spinning again. What talent do you wish you had? 
I, in all seriousness, I, I wish I was a better musician because because I I've played enough with uh, really good musicians to know that there's a tremendous difference in how people hear things and their hands. They'll have good hands, you know. So I got by with what I what I have, you know, okay. But I just know what the other side is like, having close enough to it to see it. Mm-hmm. And so I wish I had uh, that talent. Um, or that I knew Rosario Dawson. Can, can I like, <laughs> just switch the... No? I don't okay. know if that's a talent. Yeah. Conversation starters. Boxers or briefs? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's going going commando. That's why you can't answer. (laughs) I was thinking of boxers when you said boxers. I'm thinking of, you know. (laughs) I have Joe Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take take Joe Joe Lewis for 20. Um, uh, Okay. If you must know uh, briefs. Oh, okay. This is a this is going to be fascinating for your listeners. I can tell right now. <laughs> no, this is important stuff. It, it uh, is. People want to know. People. Want <laughs> your public demands it. <laughs> I, think, I think your show is. Not, I think you're going to cancel this podcast. <laughs> Once again, conversation starters. Do you believe in ghosts? You know, I've had weird experiences where they stop me from saying, oh, no, of course not. Uh, But I've had some odd experiences that tell me that I should uh, pause before answering definitively uh, no. Can you talk about any of them? Well, I think we both know, uh, Mark, that uh, we've had like a weird experience, similar one related to... uh, uh, our older brother uh, died in 2001, <clears throat> and, um, and, uh, um, and we both experienced a similar kind of a thing of um, kind of sensing, you know, the presence, and, um, and it really was bizarre because Mark is, I know this is going to sound incredible, but he's even more rational, you know, th- than I am and less inclined to, uh, I know it's frightening. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> less inclined to subscribe to that sort of thing. So it was powerful enough to me that I called them and I said, you're not going to, you're not going to believe this, but, and then it was a long pause on the other end of the line when he proceeded to relate something very similar. So yeah, an experience like that makes me say that, uh, you know, who knows, you know, besides, I mean, science, uh, I mean, quantum mechanics, not that I'm, knowledgeable about quantum theory uh however i would like to expound upon that do you have an hour okay no <laughs> i could tell you everything i know about it in like in a minute uh but you know that that time is not what we thought that, um uh and um <clears throat> you know parmenides 2700 years ago said the same thing there's no birth no death no space you know einstein said the universe is one big chunk you know but we don't live uh uh, in that place, so it's hard for us to uh, to think that way. But you have an experience like this, and it makes you say, you know, uh, you can't trust uh, 
your perceptions all the time. Yeah. So. It's interesting. Uh, quantum theory, I think, has renewed some of my interest mm-hmm. and belief in ghosts. You know, there was that whole thing about quantum entanglement that, you know, matter here could accept, you know, affect matter on another location, another plane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are ghosts just kind of echoes of quantum entanglement? And is there an explanation for, for what we experience? Mm-hmm. In, in an infinite universe, so all possibilities become inevitabilities. So, you know, parallel universes, all that kind of thing. Meaning that there's not only uh, one mark, you know, that there's like more than one mark. Can you imagine that? Um it's like a frightening thought. It makes me. It makes you want to Infinite revisit. Marks. <laughs> Sleep you with your light on, that buddy. Question and say, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. I, I do believe in spooks. I do. I do. I do. Right. Now, now the 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 story about our common experience. I touched on in for those of you listeners out there as we're broadcasting live. Um, we touched on in one of our ghost episodes, so you can go back uh, and I'm, listen to it. I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but you know what? What was what was scariest about it is that we not only had similar experiences. Um, you know, m- mine just to truncate it, not to tell the whole story because that would change the episode. Um, but it was just this phenomenal sense of distracting presence, and I described it to Ray as it's almost like you're you're parked at the base of a tower of a radio station, so you're. But your but your signal is just a slightly off the channel, so you're picking up something powerful that you can't quite dial into. But the scary thing is, is you know if you move your knob just a little bit, you're going to hear plenty or very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but finally, I remember you know talking to Mike and, and basically saying, you know, the message I got, you know, at the end was this. And Mike's experience was eerily on very much yeah. the same message. Was that whole yeah. crap? Yeah, so, that's yeah cool. so you can't unknow something like that. You can't you can't uh, unexperience something. And all knowledge, anyway, I think comes from experience and a final analysis. So you can't undo it. It doesn't matter what you know cognitively. You know, if you experience something, then it's just there, and it'll hang out there, incongruent with what you thought you knew. So you either have to change what you what you know, or uh, um, or you know, stay in that state of of uh, cognitive dissonance. You know? Right. And, and <clears throat> one of my things about ghosts too is just how universal the experience is. Even if the cultural expectations of what a ghost should be are very different, the actual experience that people have around the world is is pretty consistent. And so I've heard. Yeah. All right. We'll spin again. Well, that was a, that was better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should go with being serious instead of funny because I'm falling on my face. I don't want to artificially set a high bar. Would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter? Ooh. I would rather have a time machine. And would you go forwards or backwards and why? Uh, Backwards. Backwards. Yeah. Uh, And why? Okay. That's the hard part. Why? Oh, there's just a lot of people that I'd like to, I'd like to get to know. Um, and I don't think if you went into the future, um, you'd learn anything uh, different other than factoids, and um, sort of. But but I think uh, it'd be people that I'd be interested in, and people don't change. Um, I don't think they will change. So to, you know, talk to, uh, um, you know, great musicians or. Uh, Shakespeare, 
but he'd have to answer the door. Why would he answer the door? So he's like, uh, hello, <laughs> say well, it's Mike. Oh, t- t- tis Mike. Anyway, you probably heard my podcast. <laughs> no, um, but I think I, honestly, I, I don't think I don't think people change. So going into the future, you know, uh, who'd I ask for? Um, um, I don't know who I'd want to meet. But going backward, I definitely can think of a lot of people. Yeah, I'd do the same time machine backwards. How about you, Ray? I don't know. I, I think I'd like to go into the future. Uh, I just think it'd be so much more interesting to see what, what happens, unless it's, it's just a burnt-out wasteland and there's nobody left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a distinct possibility. <laughs> Which, yes, I have happen. so much faith in the human race. <laughs> All right. What movie had the greatest impact on you? Ah, The Deer Hunter. I've always had this, uh, this like unresolved thing about Vietnam, um, and there was so much in that movie that just um, resonated with me. But not just that, but like Clareton, Pennsylvania, where it happens. That was just like the town, the the city where you know Mark and I were were raised. It was very ethnic, only instead of being uh, um, Russian. Uh, Orthodox. It was uh, French Canadian. Mm-hmm. So everything it was similar, and the the old women in the community were the same, and the new generation coming up, the naughty people were us, and uh, and uh, you know reality can just like in the movie, it became these guys getting uh, uh, sent off. You know, reality is not gentle the way it the way it presents itself to you when you when you're growing up and. For Mark and I, that was certainly true with, uh, when our father died. And then, you know, there's on many levels. So, uh, you know, the Vietnam thing was really very, uh, I mean, it just resonated with me a lot. So, and it was a great movie. Right. The acting is great. And what it emphasizes, the importance of uh, community and the transcendence of fr- friendships and things like that. Uh, so, yeah. It's interesting. Um, you know, people talk about the country being divided now, but you know, back then the Vietnam War was very divisive, and yeah, uh, it had kind of the same vibe going on back then. Yeah, uh, I was just talking to somebody uh, and saying that uh, nobody, and I tell my students all, all the time that we don't know history. You know, and like Howard Zinn, my favorite historian, said that uh, if you don't know history, it'll be like you were born yesterday. And we have a lot of one-day-olds running around, <laughs> you know, right now. But yeah, yeah, the country was so divided. Um, great anger. Um, I remember so vividly. One thing I find, you know, concerning about times of, you know, divisiveness is that at least in the 60s. He pronounces it, was it like, divisiveness because <laughs> he's more sophisticated. Yes. Than, we'd say divisiveness. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've just... I just went shopping at Target. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So, in, anyways, in the '60s, although you had social upheaval, it was kind of, I think, anchored anchored by the fact that we had a sense of community. We yes. had a sense of we were plugged into our communities and our neighbors and things like that. <laughs> now we have divisiveness, but because of the internet. We have no social fabric, really, that we're as closely tied to. So it's a bunch of warring factions, which is more concerning, I think, in a lot of ways. And, you know, even the 60s being as divisive. (laughs) 
device they Come were. On, say it right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the middle class was this, uh, you know, stable, you know, uh, what's for dinner, honey, and you change the channel on a TV while all this turmoil was swirling uh, outside uh, your living room window. Whereas now, you know, it is the middle class itself that feels the. Uh, the the, the 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 turmoil, which makes it a more dangerous time. I think that's what revolutions are made of. Right. You know, kind of. There's no really stabilizing force. Would you rather be in Fr- France? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the ungame. Ooh. Ungame. Uh. Again, this is a COVID-related question. Mm. Uh, what have you missed the most in the last year because of COVID? <laughs> you don't ask a guy like me a question like that, okay? Um, well, like I said, I live with my dog. Uh, did I say that? You, you did, um, yes. Well, it was, it, yeah, it was a very, um, it was a lonely time. I mean, it it, it really was uh where you always had this, in, I mean, people who live in my lifestyle anyway over the past year, um, this encroaching uh, sense that you'd always want to keep at arm's length, you know, and you really couldn't do anything about it. I, I couldn't grab my uh, my laptop and go sit in a coffee shop and uh, or you know, walk around the mall or something like that. And there was a real, a real... Uh, locked away sense that I had to contend with, you know. It was okay. I don't want to, you know, piss and moan about it, say that it was miserable, but it, it was there. I felt it. It was very divisive. <laughs> Would you rather be forced to listen the same 10 songs on repeat for the rest of your life or forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life? Oh, well, that's easy to answer because I do watch the same movies over and over. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. It's embarrassing to admit that, but I don't always like to like engage my attention and things. So I'll go to sleep and I'll have my laptop propped up there and I'll watch the same movie uh, 50 times. I can't tell you how many times I've seen the Rocky movies or Steven Seagal, who has to be the worst actor who makes the worst movies. And I should know because I've seen them 18,000 <laughs> times. And um, yeah, and Denzel Washington movies I love. But I'll watch them over and over again. So I'll, I could pick five of those and be perfectly happy. And yeah, it's really, it's really crazy. I mean, I, I literally, I know them by heart. I just sort of go into a zone as I'm watching them, and I'll, you know, wake up with the laptop on my forehead, cause, <laughs> which has happened, by the way. I had, I really did. I had this big cut over my my right eye, and I told people that I I walked into like a door frame when actually the la- the laptop fell and hit me in the head and cut my and cut myself <laughs> over my eye. Yeah. It's like you were in Rocky. It was. It was. I was watching Rocky too yeah. at the time. So, if you look closely at Mike's forehead, it says "Control Alt Delete," but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is embarrassing. I'm not gonna. Can I change my name? Uh, sure. Could be the Wheel of uh, Bill. <laughs> 
<laughs> with us today's Bill, <laughs> we found on the street, <laughs> wandering around. <laughs> the wheel of Bill. <laughs> Drink, drinking out of a bottle of Woolite. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'm been back. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I can watch Clint Eastwood movies all day long. Like oh, High Plains okay. Drifter. It's like I can just go yeah, on. Yeah, High and Plains on. Drifter, Pale Rider. I love that. I can watch them all the time. I do. Yeah. I just watched that one, Josie Wales. To your feet, man. They're almost as big as your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, Ex Machina. That came out a couple of years ago. I never I just, saw it. Yeah, it's, it's it's good. I could watch that over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and Napoleon Dynamite. Nope. <laughs> but you you can relate to what I'm saying about yeah, oh, watching absolutely. the same. It's almost some you know people you're afraid to tell people. Yeah, and know. for some reason Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which and I, by the way, uh, I told you I watched The Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. I, I've only seen it like four times, three four times. Yeah, got to be in the right mood. And that never happens. <laughs> it's never it's right such way. an intense movie. God. Well, it's very intense. But there's yeah. great movies out there that I, I really kind of like to leave alone. Uh, I don't want to get used to them. I don't want to know the dialogue, you know? Um, yeah. They, the, like, they ought, ought to be disturbing, so every time it's like the first time. Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, Mark and I will know Mel Brooks movies, you know, by heart. I give them... One line, he'd give me the other one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, won't, I won't give you any lines, Marcus. I'll, I'll make you say an obscene one, and you'll be embarrassed. <laughs> this will be like 40 minutes by itself. <laughs> All right. Going deep on this one. Like here now is the ending of it. Take me for no, See, <laughs> but I think we need it. Hmm? You know, it's going to be like one of those things on Family Guy where it's kind of funny, then it's annoying, then if you do it often enough, it's funny again. I, th- I think we're starting to move into it's funny again. <laughs> I'm still here in my EKG, which I still think would be great instead which of the at the end. You know, uh, it just is the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bump, 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 that's the wrong bump. answer. And if it stops like suddenly in the middle, then we'll know that's a problem. <laughs> Bankrupt. <laughs> Would you rather date somebody who talks incessantly or who texts incessantly? I just thought of another joke, but I better not. Okay. <laughs> I would rather uh, date someone who texts. If I had to pick the two, I mean, people like talk relentlessly, you know, that would bother me. So you'd rather a woman who clicks relentlessly? <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't like either one, actually. But now I'm thinking of that joke. Maybe I'll go for that joke. And say, no, I better not. All right. Anyway, so this no. Oh. Yes? <laughs> Let me re- reset the wheel. <laughs> wouldn't want to miss any of its goodness. Anyway, so yeah, I do this. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Which personality trait has gotten you into the most trouble? How much time Seriously? do we have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much yeah. time do we have? <laughs> uh, okay. which, which personality trait? Yeah. My intensity. Yeah, by far. That's a serious answer, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
I tend to be very intense. I think Mark would probably agree with that. But, but it's also one of your best traits. Well, isn't that odd? Yeah. You're, you're an interesting cat in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, so intense, you can't really find like a cushy, comfortable <laughs> You can't really spot. be in the same room with them for very long. <laughs> no, no, no. Your but head it's, explodes. But, it, but, it, but it's like, but it's like if, you were, if you were totally cushy and laid back and comfortable, you would not be at your best at all. Hmm. You know, so, so you need a degree of churn to be your best, but you pay a price for it. You know, so it's, it's, hmm. it's an interesting balance. You're an interesting guy. Talented guy. <laughs> well... Oh, gee. Oh, and good gosh, I don't know what to say. And, yes, irresistibly charming. Well, I think there's a, there's a certain uh, brooding personality. It's part of that whole French-Canadian. Is that what it is? Is it a kind yeah, of thing? thing? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think so. Yeah. You got a lot of time sitting in the dark and the cold. Right? <laughs> I know. You got, you what, got, else you you got, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? You think about you know, nuclear war and things like that when you're out there in the woods. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty pissed off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you take uh, exit 23 off the truway and uh, yeah. prime the exit. <laughs> all, all, all of our relatives spoke that way. We? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right I think it's getting that funny again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the great. funniest part of today. Would you rather be able to control animals or be able to see into the future? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's got to be made up on the fly just now. There is no way that's written down. <laughs> They're related. <laughs> yeah. the oh, God. I'm not even going to answer it. I mean, <laughs> I don't remember it. All right, make a, make a list. The future. What was we, the first part? We, we can never, never again invite a guest who has principles. <laughs> right. well, what was the first part? Second one was. Would you rather be able to control animals? Control animals, <laughs> or, which is a, a power, right? Would you rather have that power <laughs> or the power to be able to see into the future? <laughs> I don't have an answer. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, well, man. you know, we, we got to do it. <laughs> so how much of this uh, podcast is made up of just those last few, few clicks? I mean, <laughs> Minute wise, if you edited those out, we'd be down to like, like ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. What do you know now that you wish you knew thirty years ago? How how, um, how short you know uh, life is. I would say it's a a tired you know theme. Everyone says it, but mm-hmm. you know knowing something and knowing something. I mean, uh, um, it felt that I had a universe of time, a universe of time to make all kinds of you know circuitous sort of paths falling down, bad decisions, whatever. Mm-hmm. There was always a sense of tomorrow, you know. But you realize that uh, that, that really isn't so, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's uh, birth certificate has an expiration date on it, you know. Um, so I wish I had known that. I, I'm not sure, though, that I would have done anything different, though, yeah. honestly. Because uh, I did a lot of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and I had a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, but uh, but I, if I had known that, I think it would have um, 
uh, made for uh, better better judgment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember your answer to that question, Ray? Um, yeah, it was um, basically that I thought that as I got older, everything would change. I'd be a different person. I would feel differently about things, react to things differently. But essentially, none of that ever changes. Can I change my answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you, you can, you can, you can. No, because I was that. just talking to somebody about that very same thing, uh, which is, you know, I'm I'm going to be 73, and I keep saying to myself, when am I going to feel differently? My passions are the same, um, but a sense of like unresolved nature of things, uh, just like when you're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't know if uh, people were that way when I was a kid. Could I have been that blind? But man, am I? Uh, Am I, uh, you know, I'm with you on that one? Yeah. yeah I, I haven't changed. And I, I think maybe you learn some tricks, you learn some skills to, to deal with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's the same. And, and I also thought maybe life would be more compartmentalized, that, you know, my, my childhood would seem different from, from adolescence, from adulthood. But mm-hmm. it's the same stream of consciousness mm-hmm. all the way through. Yeah. Marcus, it seemed that way for you, too? Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I remember talking to... Ray before, and it's all a common experience of, you know, you always hear time goes quickly, but it goes much more quickly than you ever thought it would. I mean, just decades, Mm -hmm. you know, fly by. Mm -hmm. But also for me, um, one thing I I had mentioned was the fact that when I was growing up, I was trying to kind of construct what direction am I going to go in? You know, so I should, I should achieve this. I should make sure you know, I'm a peer with these people and just to mm-hmm. make sure myself I've made it or whatnot. And at the end of the day, you find out nobody cares. I mean, they, they want you to do well, but they want you to find your own path. They don't care what you do, how you do it, as long as you're happy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you're looking externally for your azimuth when really you should be looking internally for your azimuth. That was, that was a surprise for me. Okay. Uh, do you want to go to the speed round? Does that mean the the wheel's going to go any faster? <laughs> no, unfortunately, no. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we, at, at this point, put the wheel away and uh, we we will go to the speed round? So uh, the speed round, the speed okay. round. Any any questions you want to throw at uh, at Mike? I uh, just tied my seatbelt. Go ahead, Mark. Pro- what protagonist from a book do you think would make the worst roommate? Ishmael. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, what's funny about that is Ray and I got into a conversation about how main a character do you need to be to be the protagonist? Because we were, we were both saying Ahab. You want to talk about intense? Holy cow. Leave uh, the Ishmael damn fish alone. He wouldn't have been fun to be around, I don't think. No, he's a little, yeah. little serious. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was your fondest memory of high school? Oh, gee. You know, playing on a basketball team. Who, who, who didn't want to do that, you know? I mean, um, I, I was very shy, but I, I became all of a sudden, you know, somebody people knew and I was cool. Uh, it's how you met girls, you know. And then when I got to college, um, I realized if you're an athlete, the girls don't care. They like guitar players. So I naturally changed my, my activity. I'm no fool. No. And there, there's there's a lesson in there too about sometimes it's more fun to be a big fish in a smaller pond than a smaller fish in a bigger pond. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. If you had been playing basketball for you know some school out near Syracuse or something, 
Well, when I played for when I played for Siena in the first week, I broke my nose and my finger. So, <laughs> so yeah, it didn't last long. Yeah, I weighed 152 pounds, six three. So, I did not survive. What's the worst thing you've ever eaten out of politeness? And be careful with this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have an answer. But the question was was uh, all good old advice. You enjoyed so, the question. Yeah, I yes. enjoyed the question very much. What's your secret guilty pleasure? It's not a secret. <laughs> it's not um, a secret anymore. My secret. Oh God, yeah. Uh, as a musician, I'm supposed to like hate the Carpenters. But Karen Carpenter had the most amazing voice, that beautiful darkness. Um, so, yeah, I'll listen to Carpenter's music, turn the radio up loud, you know, and make sure that there, none of my musician friends are around. No musician will ever want to work with me or play with me ever again. That's the guy that likes the Carpenters. We heard it on that famous podcast. Right? That's right. And then you just turn around and you go, well, Jesus was a Carpenter. <laughs> Oh, that'll get him. Yeah, yeah. Smoking. That's that was pretty. That's pretty funny. Actually, he wants to hear the wheel again. (laughs) We should. (laughs) It sounds like the thing, uh, one of those baseball cards that was sticking a spoke in my my bike. (laughs) (laughs) Code blue. Code blue. Donner Donner party seven. (laughs) Donner party six. (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Donner. What's eating you? Oh, sorry. (laughs) You're having your friends for dinner, you say? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not what I meant. Oh, God. I'll stop. Well, we, uh, it's been great. Uh, thanks for, for coming in and, and doing this with us. And well, um, I would like to go another two hours talking about me if I could. Well, we, we'll have to have you back. It's no, be no a whole I, can, I do it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and really, he, he just wouldn't leave. <laughs> I tried to talk Ray into getting a double episode since we got you in the chair. And he goes, I get tired after an hour. <laughs> Remember I said about my birth certificate having an expiration date? You know, he died at Ray's house. Yeah. That's in right. the middle of a podcast. We haven't really fleshed out a theme for today's show, but we thought we needed to get Mike in like now. Before <laughs> <laughs> it was too late. Right. So Ask random we, questions. That's if a, you have a question, call 555. <laughs> the Rockies. 911. <laughs> oh, God. Right. How do you think the world would be different if bananas were illegal? <laughs> This was fun. I had fun. I don't know about you. I had a good time. You guys are something. All right. We'll have to do it again. Sounds good. Thanks for the. Thanks for showing up for the show. It was great having Uh, you. I had fun. You guys are a hoot. (laughs) Cool. Uh, You've been listening to the Cathartic Yardstick Podcast. Join us again as we expand the boundaries of human communication. I could never sit and have a conversation with a kangaroo. I'd rather she text. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.